Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations, where we explore the hidden disability sunflower and its role in supporting people with hidden disabilities. Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations with Chantal. Joining me today is Jade Goodyear, who is the founder of iMatter CIC, which seeks to be the UK leading central information service for the disability market. Jade is also the director of Made to Aid, the organisation behind Disability Expo. So Jade, welcome to the Sunflower Conversations podcast. Hiya, yeah. thank you for having me. Let's hear more about Disability Expo. It takes place on the 6th and 7th of July at Excel in London, an inclusive event focused on fun, fashion and entertainment. So what can visitors expect to see? So uh, Disability Expo is the only event that is led by the disabled community for the disabled community. All of our staff, partners and ambassadors all have a lived experience of disability or disability adjacents or they've got disability kind of industry backgrounds so they've worked within the sector whether that be like health or or, um, social care or something around that kind of sides of things so um we wanted to create an event that wasn't corporate or just for the aim of like selling disability related equipment like a lot of the other events that are out there we really wanted to have an event that people felt that they could come and be part of community and um, bring actionable change as well, and also to raise awareness. So um, it's in celebration of Disability Pride Month, so it's at the Union of Disability Pride Month, and we want the event to be a celebration of bringing community together. The event styling is done in zones, so we try and make it as an interactive kind of experience as possible. So. We don't actually have keynote speakers at our event. Uh, we feel that many voices are more powerful than one. So um, one of the top, the main features of the events is our people's panels. And what that will be is will be key topics and agendas that need to be discussed for actionable change for the disability community. And we are working with uh, Celia Hensmith and with our CIC IMATA um, to create policy to take to Parliament for actionable change as well. So as a result of the different panels and the discussions, we want to try and take um, agendas and policies forward um, with regards to that. So um, we want to be an event that actually makes an impact and not having these same kind of conversations year on year about we need better accessibility, we need better rights and nothing really coming of it. Um, So that's one of the key things that we are pushing at our event and that's something that will be a year round as we are a CIC as well as an organisation wants to take uh, actionable change. We want to create more employment opportunities, we want to improve accessibility. And we also want to create more funding uh, streams and revenues for uh, disability related equipment and services that people need that's not being funded through um, social care or health as well. And everyone should have a choice with regards to what they need to live independently and to have their life fulfilled rather than being told that they have to have X, Y, and Z that might not need their need, meet their needs. So that's kind of a bit behind the CIC. Uh, that's quite prevalent in our event as well with our community clinic. So we have, um, rather than being an event that's got, we have exhibition stands and we have stands for people to purchase things, but you don't have to come to the event if you are 
not looking to purchase. It's about connecting people, uh, networking, and also providing services that are not readily available at the moment and try and obviously raise awareness for people. So um, the community clinics will have uh, occupational therapists available to give information and advice on route funds, funding routes. We've got a uh, mobility MOT section that's with uh, in partnership with Access Your Life and sponsored by Celtic Mobility, I think. So what they'll be offering is people that have got uh, scooters or power chairs to be able to have them serviced at the event. So things like tyre checks, um, brakes, having a look at and having a general assessment of their of their mobility product to check that it's still suitable and then access your life are a great service for signposting and giving information on suitable products. So that's what they'll be working with us with. We've got information about um, diagnostics, especially around like neurodivergency and stuff like that. So we'll have um, psychiatrists available on site as well to give information on that route. Uh, we've also got moving and handling advice for people within the community. So for carers, young carers, family carers to give that kind of support network as well. And then we've got a whole area with lots of different charities from different disabilities as well. There's loads of zones. There's I could just be speaking about loads of stuff. But then one of the other key points is about, from what you said um, in the introduction, is about bringing fun and enjoyment as well. So our centre stage will be looking at uh, fashion and adapted fashion in particular. So we've got four designers that will be uh, doing an inclusive catwalk. We've got comedy, musical performances. So almost like a kind of concert feel. That's what we want with centre stage. And then we've got a uh, have a go zone for sports and leisure. We've got an interact uh, independent living home with four rooms in it where you can look at different products and see the stylings of a home to be accessible as well and then we've got our sensory zone which is all around mindfulness and um relaxation and particularly around like neurodivergency kind of route and send so to do with education and send activities as well it's a disability festival yes really isn't it <laughs> yeah it's, 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 a, it's just a community event the topics about uh, policy can you explain a bit more about that? You've already set what those topics are going to be. Yes, yeah, so we've just drop into Yeah, so we've generalised the topics to what we feel is um, prevalent issues or, or or things that need to be taken forward for discussion. So to give an example of these, one of them we're talking about is aviation and and flight. So there's a lot around at the moment about trying to make airline aircrafts more accessible. And even like holidays and that in general. So we've got two travel panels. We've got one panel on day one, which is with regards to travel for your like a uh, community, like buses, trains, that kind of thing. So with regards to that kind of travel. And then we've got on day two around travel and accommodation for overseas travel. So like, um, is it aviation, isn't it? Aviation? Aviation, aviation is uh, air yeah. travel, yeah. Air travel, yeah. So, um, with regards to that, we've got people on that panel that are already campaigning. So we have up to six panellists and a compare, and there'll be a list of questions in relation to that topic. So, for example, if, the, if it is aviation, accessible aviation as the topic, it will be like there'll be points of questions that will be marked within that panel. So it would be like, uh, why, do, why is it important to have um, wheelchair accessibility on aircrafts or what things? And then we will speak to the panelists they will give their view and then we'll take a um, question and answer from the audience and the audience can be involved in it as well 
And then we'll also have options for things like polling and voting and stuff from the panel so that we can then take these forward to, for policy. It's such a good idea to um, to create this space, this community space where everybody can contribute to hopefully will be a positive outcome yeah you know for the different opinions as well that's the thing is I think that everyone has their own agendas but we want and disability is so diverse with different needs but we all champion and campaign for the same thing at the end of the day we want Mm -hmm. better access and we want better inclusion and no matter what disability you have it always comes down to the same two points but them access or um them access needs or the inclusion needs may be different person by person whereas the actual end goal is if we can get everyone to be a little bit more mindful on being more accessible and being inclusive. You are listening to the Sunflower Conversations with Chantal. To learn more about the Sunflower visit our website. Details are in the show notes. Can we talk a little bit more about the the fashion and entertainment and and fun side of it? Um, It's on two days so can visitors expect to have that, that experience of the entertainment on both days so the panel topics will be different from day one to day two but they'll still be across the two days the center stage entertainment some things we've got uh repeating on day one and day two but some things we've got that a little bit different that's just to do with availability of performers and stuff as well yeah but you can see the full timetable will be updated on the website okay well we'll include the include a link to that in the in the show notes so people can see exactly what's going to be happening I really like the um the inclusion of the fashion um yeah should I tell you a bit about the designers and stuff yes please yeah that would be great we've got Victoria uh from Unhidden she's having her own line as well we've got Craig Crawford and um Shamaya Dewey as well that's for small stature so um, and then we also have integrated into some of it uh exhibitors products that are at the event so mobility aids and fashion items etc so they'll they'll also be included because it should be a showcase this is the reason I wanted to do it is every event that I've been to aside from the disability community they always have this showcasing stage I went when I was pregnant with my son I went to the baby show and I loved the fact that they had mums real life mums modeling buggies and kids wear and stuff and I was like why shouldn't this be at our event as well and that's kind of that's the road you're going down and and do you know is the fashion um for is it you know is it is it just for women or is it oh no so it's it's it's, it's, um it's it's fully um fully diverse and inclusive so we've got um shamaya only does design for short stature so that's her specialist and that's her niche and craig does uh design for both male and female so does victoria and so does cat and with got people of all different abilities shapes and sizes and the clothing will reflect the access needs what that person has as well so things have been bespoke designed for this person to fit them and to make them look and feel good marvelous and so what prompted you to you know to create this event so um the reason we started disability expo is that um myself and my partner alan we've worked um i've personally worked in this industry for over 10 years, I started off in product consultancy and used my background's kind of postural management related to physio with regards to um, seating. Um, that's kind of my main background and assistive technologies as well. I used to do a lot around them. So I became a product consultant and then I would look for products overseas and research like new innovations and things like that as part of my role. And on going out and doing assessments, 
it, it um, was a little bit frustrating that even all businesses they categorize like assessments they'll go out and do an assessment for somebody without asking questions on suitability so um i would drive hours to go and do an assessment for a product and if somebody had just taken the time on the phone to do a short questionnaire with the person or ask their needs you would know whether the product's going to be suitable or not and also you'd be letting the person um that you're going to assess potentially like let them down because they would think that it was going to be it was going to work for them and it weren't just right uh, that quite a lot so then what i would end up doing is spending the hour I was contracted to sell something to this person, looking online and finding stuff that would work for them and help them. So <laughs> I tried to do a bit of that. <laughs> so um, from the basis of that, um, my other half and business partner, Alan, his background is in software and engineering and development. And um, he um, built a search engine so people could find products and make it suitable by presentation because two people with the same disability could present completely differently. And it had to be a personalised approach. And that's something that we've always championed with, with our events and our approach even within health and social care is that personalisation is key, not one size fits all. That doesn't mm -hmm. happen. Um, so from the basis of our search engine, we then started events. So we've held the Rise for Disability event in Kent, Leeds and Peterborough. Uh, Kent has been held for over six years and it's grown year on year. Last year, our event saw 3,000 people in one day attend. And we've always had it in our agenda to have an event in London. And we decided to take the set and do an event in London, but also to make it for the disabled community only. Like we want health professionals to come to the event, but to learn from their clients, not to come to to have CPD sessions on training. They will learn from their clients. We want people to come in support and in community. So we will have a trade uh, section as well. That'll be on the evening of the first day. We don't believe that trade and, and direct sales work in the same space at the same time. So we've deliberately mm. took a uh, trade only evening so that people can have them discussions about and business network opportunities to have trade discussions which they wouldn't be able to do if you had everyone around your stand if that makes sense. although we have lived experience ourselves we also have industry knowledge and experience so we do what we feel is right from a business perspective as well as um to make things work best for our partners businesses and exhibitors as well so do you have a long-term goal then this is this is going to be the first one in july do you have a long-term goal for disability expo we we do yeah it's already outgrown the size of what it was going to be this year so we might have to take extra space and um next year we want to extend more particularly around um the employments i didn't even mention about our employable zone actually so we've got an employable zone that is um in partnership with even break and sponsored by amazon and it's all about um equal employment opportunities and about um businesses being especially from a dei representation and stuff and how they can be more accessible for employers as employers and um we want to extend on that because the interest has been massive um we also want to extend on holidays and travel and we also want to extend around the home lifestyle kind of sides of things almost like ideal home show but for the disability kind of community sort of thing that's been quite an interesting point uh, we definitely are going to expand the event that's for sure and we we want this to grow year on year where it becomes a key pinnacle point of like celebration like no different from pride the month before where everyone comes together in support you said it's going to be an excel which has got good transport links for people who aren't well nobody lives at excel anyway so whoever's yeah. going there has to travel travel but there's um I think there's a misconception with um excel a lot of people think because it's classed as london that it's in the city of london so getting yeah. to it 
it's actually quite easy. We're in Essex and it literally takes me 35 minutes to drive to Excel. Um, we're working with Excel uh, very closely on their accessibility. Um, it has to work, obviously, mm. with what we're doing, but we also want them to champion being accessible for in general as a venue and to improve their accessibility for other events. And um, we're working with them with regards to consulting them on this and actions that they can make and change to be more accessible as a venue, which they have good accessibility anyway, but they will want to take that next step up. So we're obviously talking to them um, with regards to um, hidden disability, uh, sunflower training, and they're looking into that to, be, uh, to do that. We're obviously having the training ourselves as a team for our staff and members as well, so that there's an understanding. You're also our partner for our lanyards. So everyone wants to have representation with their lanyards as well which would be great and um there's also other things so we're look we're putting extra toilet facilities in the venue because we know that that's an issue where the toilets are located and how many are needed from other events so we're actually putting in event toilet facilities for people we um, have uh, bsl tours for the deaf community and we are also using smart beacon technology for uh, the blind community as well so for audio description and um We've also looked at simplifying our show guides to make them more accessible and easier, easier read as well. And there's all different types of accessibility points we've took within our events, our event and looking at um, aisle width, space, location, making it easy to get around the event as well. We've also got our sensory zone, which is a quiet space for people that need um, need that as well. And um, we are making sure the staff are at Excel are knowledgeable and trained on how to take the approach. Parking's always been a previous issue that people have said about as well at Excel. So they've now confirmed that disabled parking is completely free for anyone okay. that has a disabled badge. The do they parking... do the shuttle? Do they is there like a shuttle to the so, no it actually you actually drive into the venue. So we are going to do a video and put it on our site to show people the experience of coming in so that they can see. So um uh, they can find out how to get there so you drive in kind of underneath um there is a so there's two level car parks you've got a lower level so for your like wav vehicles that are over 1.9 meters they can park within the car parking space now they've took the height restrictions away which there was issues with that so they've took that so they can drive straight in and then we've got four other vehicles they've got a higher up platform and you basically go up the ramp and to a lift that takes you straight up to the exhibition hall. So that, and they've got quite a few lifts available as well. And I think they said it's every 10 seconds they run. So Oh, really? That is quick. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> that's, is good. And then um, we've also got the DLR that comes um, straight into Excel at the Docklands area. So you go straight off and you're at the front of the exhibition hall. And now we've got the Queen Elizabeth line, which is fully accessible. So from the point of trains, yeah, it's nice and easy to get there. You mentioned about BSL tours. Will the the panel forums will they be BSL translated? Yes. So we've got BSL interpreters on both centre stage and the people's panels. We are also looking at facilitating Makaton within the sensory zone on certain sessions, especially if it's for younger audiences as well. Um, we also have BSL tours. So the tours, the way that they work is that people can book onto a session, and they'll go around the. Ex exhibition hall as such so they can go as a group around to different exhibition stands and then they'll have translation there to make that what a great system. idea that's a really great yeah, idea we've been working with um netty is 
the person that's leading the BSL, she's great. She's a really good interpreter. And um, Amy is our ambassador as well. So Nettie and Amy are both ambassadors for the deaf community and they've been working really, really closely with us making it more inclusive and accessible. Who do you see coming, like age range? Everyone and anyone. It's, it's literally, we don't, we, we, we want everyone to come and be part of the community. And feel, even people that are not associated with disability but want to learn more or want to... Um, support as well so we want we want anyone to attend and there will be there some there will be something there for everybody as well I think that that's um, a really in, good point to make that is this is for the um, this a community space but in order to create the equity in society people non-disabled people need to also attend to kind of just learn a bit more and you know just the simple thing of having the BSL tours and having the panel forums being trans interpreted and stuff. It's, it's crucial, isn't it? Because otherwise it's not inclusive to be part of the conversation. So I think inclusivity, the main thing behind that is learning is key and awareness. And I think the more that we educate and inform everyone, for example, mm -hmm. what needs and that are, the more it will improve over time sort of thing. And people will become more, um knowledgeable and understanding as well so yeah that's kind of what we, where we want to take this like even for the point of we've got a lot of people within businesses that representation of di um also like health professionals people from um government for example um health and social care sides of things parents of carers anyone that wants to learn more really and be involved and all also, I want people to just come and meet people and like-minded people and network and make friends and that's that's kind of what we want for it. Well, it sounds like an absolutely fantastic event. Um, as you mentioned, the we are going to be there. Hidden Disability Sunflower will be there to talk to people. I think we're also um, going to be on one of your panels. Yep. Um, so I guess finally the question is, how can people get tickets? So uh, it's free to attend uh, as a delegate. So you can register for your ticket. We also have a virtual ticket class as well to mention. So for people that feel that they physically can't get to the event, we still want to include everyone. So we have um, a live stream and we have our panels on Zoom. And also for our Adapted Gaming Zone, which I didn't mention as well, um, there'll be live streaming of that for the Twitchers and like, gamers that are there as well. So um, different aspects of the event will be live streamed and virtual for people that feel that they can't physically attend. So um, to register, you can click on the show notes. So in the show notes, there'll be a link to register. You can click on that or you can visit our website, which is www.thedisabilityexpo.com. Amazing. Well, um, we're looking very much forward to the 6th and 7th of July. And um, there's so much. It's Obviously, there's so much because... Even as we've gone through, there's been many times when you've said, oh, I forgot to mention this bit and I forgot to mention that bit. So um, you sounds like you've got all angles covered. Yeah, hopefully. And I'm sure um, the thing is, is it's, it's all a learning experience for everyone. We'll, we'll learn from this event and, and add more next year and improve next year as well. Yeah, we've got to start somewhere. Yeah, definitely. And this is a mammoth task. It really is. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I have been, um, as you've been sort of running me through everything, I have been thinking this is massive. There's yeah. so many things to consider. Um, and 
inclusion is obviously at the heart of what you're doing so yeah. it's um yeah it's a big task but um and and there will be learnings because there always is when whenever you do anything even if yeah. you've been doing it for 20 years there's always something that you can change or improve on but the the important thing is to just start and this is going to be um disability expo festival yeah. <laughs> and um i'm really very much looking forward to it If you'd like to share your sunflower story or conversation, please email conversations at hiddendisabilitystore.com. Find out more about us or listen to this recording again by checking out our insights page at hiddendisabilitystore.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. Please help, have patience and show kindness to others, and join us again soon. Making the invisible visible with the hidden disability sunflower.